This episode is brought to you by UTexas Rent. Are you looking for a roommate or are you looking for your own space? Be sure to visit utexas.rent and check out amenities, rates, reviews of rental properties next to campus and throughout Austin. UTexas.rent was created at Texas Student Media with our campus in mind. Texas Student Media is the parent organization of The Daily Texan. So go to utexas.rent today or look for the link on The Daily Texan website. In our three-part roommate series, you've heard the absolute best and the absolute worst of what cohabitation has to offer. In part one, Cameron Belcher told us about how one living situation and a roomie's run-in with the law made him reevaluate his friendships and his life in general. In part two, a group of roommates that couldn't be better friends showed the bright side of living together in college. And this week, we've got part three. Four of our reporters got together to interview two apartments touching on their relationships, their house rules, and so much more. Living with roommates is a longhorn story. Hey. Hi. Hey, We're with the Daily Texan podcast. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, come on in, come on in. Oh, cool, thank you. So this is our humble um, not so clean abode, but um, so we, we moved in here, what, two months uh, ago? Yes. As their name, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Dave. I'm a finance major, junior year. Um, I'm Shosh. Yeah. Uh, I'm a junior in ECE. And my name's Ayush. I'm ECE as well. Yeah. So. Awesome. I'm, I'm Sarah. <laughs> I'm Jason. Uh, I'm Eileen Bao. I am a junior marketing major. I'm Jasmine Yin. I'm a third year, and I'm still deciding my major. <laughs> I'm Joe Waters. I'm a third year social work major. All right. And so we're in your apartment right now. How many people live here? Six. 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 <laughs> because where you live and who you live with are major parts of the college experience, choosing roommates is an important decision. We're all really close freshman year mm -hmm. because of the Indian connection. Like we share our music and stuff, and we like yeah. dance to Bollywood music sometimes. But more than that, it's like a good reminder of home, just talking to them, because no one else will curse you out in Hindi after a bad day, right? <laughs> so just coming back home to that is great. They're not here, so like Grace and other Jasmine uh, knew this Jasmine and Taylor from like. High school. High school? Yeah. Junior high. Junior, Junior high. high. I like vaguely knew some of them, but Jasmine and I have known each other for a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, we're like childhood friends. Um, I'm older, so I've literally known her for her entire life. Wow, <laughs> I feel so blessed. Um, I didn't know Taylor and Joe at all until we met for the first time. Like and a now month. we're best yeah, friends. Yeah, like a month. And now we're best friends. <laughs> Running a household is not always as easy as our moms make it seem. Coordinating chores and responsibilities with other people is complicated, but important. And these sets of roommates have figured out systems to divvy up cleaning and cooking and not completely hate each other in the process. We did a pretty good rule setting off the bat, I gotta say. Like, this compared to my like, past living situation, we set the rules really quickly. We, were, we went to dinner before we all moved in and we're like, this is what we need in order to not kill each other. <laughs> Please follow the rules. It's, it it's trying to do person? your own, okay. like if you make a mess, you clean it. Um, but like sweeping and stuff, I like I 100% tends to fall on Taylor, but oh, she also she, likes to vacuum yeah. and sweep and it like relaxes her and like, yeah, she's the cleanest of all of us. Okay. 
complicated. We do have a sink system, though. The sink system is great. Describe have, the sink system. So our sink is is cut into two halves. So there's left sink and right sink. <laughs> um, and you put your dirty dishes in right sink, so that left sink is open to be available for use. So like, you can only put shit in right sink. You can only use left sink if you're washing things. And then you put it in the drying rack. The, is the, the schedule the way it works is that every single week, two people um, are going to clean the entire common area. So one mm. person's gonna clean the kitchen, clean all the dishes, organize them back into the cupboards and drawers and stuff. Mm. And the other person is going to clean up the living room and vacuum, vacuum and mop the floors. Gotcha. Okay, so every single week we um, like decide. Okay, and that's decided by two people in this house, Shasta and Prithvi, because <laughs> yeah. they're the clean freaks. Yep. Okay. Oh, I'm not a clean freak. Are you guys oh, Are you guys okay with like relinquishing control to them? Yes. Uh, yes. One hundred percent. Really? Because if, if if it were up to me, this room would. Just oh yeah, be that's true. Yeah. Uh, honestly, after last night, I cleaned it up. Yes, after me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You did threaten me, but yeah. yeah there's there's also more spontaneous cleaning moments <laughs> where, like. We have to tell them that you made hey, the messy clean it. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Initially, that was kind of annoying. It was like, damn it, if we can live with the mess, like, <laughs> and you can, it's your job. Oh my. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, we, we kind of yeah. learned. Yeah. Do you guys share food? Do you so, go grocery shopping together? Uh, so. It's a great question. The first week, we sort of we we thought like everything's game. We used to eat everybody's food and like not really get much of our own. Again, me and Dave. And then, <laughs> like, I think after two or three weeks, Prithvi, he used to get his own food. Like, he drives to the shop and gets stuff. And then he was just like, dude, you guys keep eating my food. <laughs> like, from now on, how about I keep my hummus for me? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, you guys get your own food. So, in a moment of adult maturity, we had the forethought, like, ordering an instant pot. Mm-hmm. So, we have an instant pot, and we've used it twice. <laughs> but we, because we don't cook that. Sometimes rules aren't followed, chores aren't performed, and the system in place to prevent issues fail. And this can cause conflict. After all, college puts students in a situation in which they are probably living with other people their own age for the first time in their lives. And figuring out how to live with roommates isn't easy. Not to mention, being a full-time college student is not conducive to running a household. When you're alone, the only person you have to worry about is yourself. But when others get involved, things can get a bit more intense or messy. With roommates, conflicts often arise over cleanliness. I think the first month was hard just because, you know, getting used to, you know, like they like cleanliness. Uh-huh. Um, the first month was definitely like... Um, who's going to get supplies and, you know, yeah. establishing some norms. Mm-hmm. But I think after a month or two... It, it's it's definitely normalized right now. Sometimes the conflicts arise over food. I don't think food spats. I think I established that if it's whole milk, it's just mine for everyone's safety. Because she's a heathen and she drinks from the, from the jug, like, just my milk. Yeah. Let me have this. We only like have we ever had any we haven't had any spats. I don't think over like over like food. Maybe like how you make it. Oh yeah, that's true. One of the most severe conflicts that can occur is over the thermostat. Temperature is an issue because like where you are in this house, apartment, there's like there's like three climate yeah, zones. Yeah, there's three climate zones. There's are in the main big room that's next to the AC and is cold all the time. That's the tundra. Yeah. You're in that room, which you guys are like... No, it was during the spring. Like, we couldn't settle there. on a temperature because whatever we set it at, either one room was too cold or another room was too hot and, like, people couldn't sleep. Um, 
So like the middle room, which was my room, we were just kind of like Switzerland in the whole conflict where we were just like, hey, like whatever's fine. <laughs> when you have to get to the point where you're like falling asleep in workout gear because it's the only thing you are okay with getting sweaty, there needs to be change. I think, how did, did we resolve this issue? <laughs> I don't think yes. we did. Did we? We did. We settled on a temperature. Oh. And how did you get to that? <laughs> it was three roommate meetings and a lot of fast aggression and then an agreement that then you can't complain about us running fans 24-7. So we have two different fans in that room <laughs> to maintain just a normal body temperature. There can also be disagreements over who's allowed in the apartment and when. Parties are a no-go. I, I kind of am the one to veto that constantly because I want to sleep. Um, yeah, I usually race on Saturdays, so I want to have Fridays. Um, but like people can people come over to eat all the time. Oh yeah. If you text like, give us thirty minutes warning. Most of the time, no one cares. Mm -hmm. I think the policy for like guests is like just text that you're bringing someone over, so the rest of us can like put pants on or something. This uh, is usually a pants-free household. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we, we don't host like a lot of like lab parties just because it's like, it's real small in here. Also like property damage. Um, <laughs> not risking Not that. risking that. <laughs> Roommates spend a lot of time together. Responsibilities and conflicts aside, these groups live in a shared space and all have their own unique relationship dynamics. Sometimes they can even become like a second family. Oh. oh, I hate these people now. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that came out of nowhere. Oh, jeez. Okay. Please let me down gently, man. Okay, okay. I. Joking aside, they have only gotten closer. But I, I do, I feel like our friendship has grown a lot. Because they were, they were really close friends beforehand. And just coming in, spending more time with them, it's, it's great. It's, it's, I feel like it's a support system. Uh -huh. More like anything. We don't, we're not just friends, we're like family now at this point, right? Yeah. Sure. And every family has its tensions. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's great to come back and be like, Ayush, I totally bombed that midterm today. <laughs> what do I do? And then Chatu comes in and is like, want to play chess? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Our other set of roommates is six girls in a three-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment. It's crowded, but they have come to enjoy it. It's been fun. I like it. It's like whenever you come home, there's, there's usually people. something going on. I like, I grew up in a house with a lot of people in it, and so I'm used to having a lot of sound. And so it's nice for me to go from like living with a single roommate, Jester, which drove me nuts to this. So. Ooh, also, if you like don't have something, somebody else will have it. Yeah. Like if you don't have food, someone else will have food. Or if you don't have like hair ties, someone else will have a hair tie. That's important. Yeah. What do they do for fun? We noticed the girls had a big sofa in their living room, but no TV. We like still watch TV on our laptops in the living room. Like as like, a group? Yeah. yeah. Like, 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 I yeah, watch like, her a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And the other group, well, they have a sad corner. So that's another uh, funny thing. So that corner... Um, oh yeah. So oh, it, it just kind of got established as the depressing corner, <laughs> and so every time. So this started about three weeks ago, and every time somebody was no, you know, it's been like here for a while. Okay, yeah. two months straight. That's yeah. So um, I mean, like, Prithvi uh, came back one day, and like he got rejected from a job like that he really, really wanted, 
Um, and so he just went and, and he sat there with the saddest look on his face. It was sad. He, he was just like, what's he was, throughout like for a good four or five hours? He was like, what's the point in life? What's the point in anything? <laughs> wow. Like, so, so 100% so sober. And we were like, oh, that's too bad. And then the next day, both of us had a midterm. No, 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 no. This was the first comp arc uh, lab, uh, computer architecture oh, yeah. lab that we submitted. We worked three days straight and we got a horrible grade on that. <laughs> I gotta... So we both just naturally, like without thinking, we went and sat there. It's a question as contentious as In-N-Out versus Whataburger, or whether pineapple truly belongs on pizza. It's an ethical dilemma as consequential as the trolley problem. All roommates are destined to one day face a moral challenge known as the couch question. So here's the scenario. You and your roommates have a communal couch. Everyone uses the couch, maybe even everyone helped to pay for it. But none of your roommates are home right now. And your significant other is. So if none of your roommates would ever know, is it ethical to have sex on the communal couch? For Eileen, Jasmine, and Joe, the answer is a definitive no. Not ethical. Yeah. I chipped in my 20 bucks. Don't do it. I don't think it's ethical, like... Not only because it's a communal couch, but like for yourself, like you're gonna have to sit there again you're later. Gonna, yeah, like that's <laughs> that's a big risk. If you adopt a utilitarian philosophy, oh my God. and you are thinking about the greatest amount of good for the See greatest the amount of people, ones. right? So, so the good in this scenario, I guess, would be the sex havers. Right, they would be deriving with benefit. the ignorance if they don't let anyone but, know. But 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 still like so the, sec- the sex havers get benefit, yeah. right? They get plus like X whatever utilitarian points. Yeah. But the rest of the roommates who then have to use the couch and one of the sex havers who lives here must also use the couch again. So that's a detraction. The boys' apartment, however, is a little more lenient. They're here. I guess it's all right. It's still I mean, don't, I mean, it's like. I just don't want the couch to get dirty. I, it's already dirty. No, but you sit there. I, I wouldn't be fine with it. I would probably be fine after a Clorox cleanse of the couch. Like, if you it's fine, go ahead, do it. But Clorox clean, please. Yeah, and at this point, like, with all the dropper, I'd be judging somebody. That's all for this week. You can find this and all of our other podcasts online on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can find more news online at dailytexanonline.com, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at Texan Podcast. This week marks the end of our It's a Longhorn Story Roommates miniseries. Our reporters this week were Sarah Schleed, Ryan Chandler, Larissa Harold, and Jason Onyadary. Uh, And the show was produced by myself, JT Lindsay, and my co-host here, Morgan Keeler. We've looked into roommates the past few weeks, but next week we're looking at something else just as important and just as prevalent in a college student's life. And that's food on and around campus. We'll see you next week.